Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Thoughts Count Anywhere on this October 1st. We would be remiss not to acknowledge the one October events of five years ago and the lives lost. Please watch the slideshow that's currently on your screen. Welcome as we bring you into the studio here, Go Live Vegas, here in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. That event five years ago changed a lot of things, as all these kinds of tragedies do all across America and all across the globe, right guys? Oh yeah. Yes. Joining us this morning, across, right across from me, is the master himself, Mr. Matt Mullen. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Excellent. And the man in the middle, filling in for Chief, who is uh, on assignment back east, you might say. With a friend and doing some family stuff, he is known as Desert Shark. How are you, bud? I have a full set of teeth now. You do? That it looks good. Yeah, it looks thank good. you. Um, I just, you know, I just want to spend a couple of seconds talking about one October, if we can. I know there's a lot of news, and, and we'll, we'll share that as we go. Um, when, good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Ronald. Um, I was doing the first incarnation of Aaron's Hour on a local AM station. And at that time, it was the one-year anniversary of the event. Uh, and I put a show together that if it, had, if it had been my last show ever on radio, that show was probably my proudest because at that point, I expanded Aaron's hour to two hours. Nice. <laughs> Not a good math on Aaron's hours. Hours, right? <laughs> I was going to say Aaron's hour two, twice, or whatever, but I left it as Aaron's <laughs> hour with the joke. Um, and I brought in people from different walks of life who were there. Yeah. Uh, the most uh, famous person from an entertainer's view is Doc Phineas. You guys know who Doc Phineas is in town. Yeah. If you don't know who he is, you can look him up online. He's also uh, uh, an expert on Pawn Stars for those guys. And uh, what we talked about in the first hour was what they were doing prior to the, to the tragedy getting started, what was going on. Yeah. Then the second hour was their life from the moment things happened because one of them, uh, her and her husband, were bartenders there. And they got separated for like five hours. Oh, wow. No idea. Doc Phineas told me he was on his way in, and he was on his way to appear there at the event. His plane from Utah, where he's coming from, from another event, was like 10 minutes delayed. As he's stepping out of the plane, I guess it was like a small charter plane or whatever, he's stepping off the plane is when he heard the gunfire. I'll say the private airport's really close to Mandalay. Yeah, so... I bet you he heard it. Exactly. And he was in the military. So once he heard the shots going... He knew what was happening. And for him, you know, you look at it, you just look at very different perspectives on that next morning, my phone, my phone and my wife's phone was blowing up, making sure that we were, um, thank you, overeducated Nicole on Twitter, uh, hashtag Vegas strong, hashtag one October. Thank you for that. Um, we're way, are you okay? Are you okay? And my wife and I are looking at you like, what are they talking about? <laughs> this was like at 6 a.m. in the morning. And then we started looking in the news and we started reading the tragedy. So, um, Vegas Strong. I mean, what else is there to say? You have Vegas 316 on, Vegas Strong. I have 
Unicon's t-shirt, which was also hashtag Vegas Strong, because we did the show last year was the first one, but they wanted to recognize uh, Vegas Strong. So where were you? What, give, give me a synopsis of where you were at that time five years ago. This is like a space shuttle event. Everybody knows where they were when stuff happened. It was crazy. That was a three-day event. Me and my friend Rich and Nick were there the first two days. And we were just going around Mandalay Bay in the event, like, getting autographs and stuff. And one of the artists gave us tickets to that day. And then my friend Rich called me, and he was like, hey, dude, my knee hurts. I don't really want to go. And I was like, cool, I have a headache. Let's not go. Wow. So we didn't end up going October 1st. And I was in my room just like watching something and i had like looked on facebook and somebody said something about an active shooter and i turned on the police scanner and that thing was just going crazy and i was like oh my god crazy no a couple one i know one friend that got shot she survived and then one of the she was a waitress at heart attack grill but she got hit by a car trying to run from the shooting Thank you, Megan. Also on Twitter, Megan Alevi. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. Also, hashtag Vegas Strong. Thank you, Megan. The, you know what? The, the Knights were really important to the city at that time. Oh, yeah. Um, they, they were for a lot of reasons. Champ, your, your thoughts on that day? I was at that game. It was a preseason game with my coworker. It was our day off. We were about to leave, and we hear the gunshots. Next thing I know, I'm texting all my other coworkers. I'm texting all my other friends that were around, and they were also asking me questions, saying if I was okay. It's very, it was very eye-opening because I just, I was like fresh off, coming, moving into Vegas, like going into my first year, and nothing at, at that caliber happened from where I used to live. And it's very, it was very eye-opening, and it's very, it, it's just, it's just another, it's just another experience that you never wanted to endure yeah. in your life. That's why it's like, you know, where, where, you know, the other question is, where were you when the space shuttle exploded? I know where I was. Um, there were events, like you just said, like... Like 9-11. Like 9-11, right, exactly. Kennedy assassination, landing on the moon, all that stuff. Um... It's obviously, what is it now? I think up, the number is now 60, if I'm not mistaken, that eventually lost their lives from that event. The initial yeah. was 58. Yeah. And that's why I say the Knights at that time were very important because they gave the community something positive to look forward to. And opening night, they raised a jersey at the time, number 58. To it, was actually, it was actually a banner. Or a banner. A, a banner that had all the names on that, well, I thought I saw a jer on the jer. It was a jersey, wasn't it? It was a jersey, but it only had uh, it had like the number fifty eight right, and, right, right. and had uh, hashtag right. Vegas Strong on it. Right. But initially, they raised a banner. Well, I I worked that game. Right. <laughs> so, right. so um, they raised a banner and they also had a jersey for all for the fifty eight and it said hashtag Vegas Strong and it was and that and that whole night was very emotional. 
like all the coworkers, all the fa- all the fans, obviously, and I and I could see like some of the players, yeah, that they had tears in their eyes. Oh, absolutely, you can't help. I mean, you, you can't help but react to it. Okay, um, again, thoughts and prayers to everybody that was affected in some capacity uh, at that event one October. Um, we miss those who are part of not only just our community, but those who came in from all over who lost their lives as well. Okay. Um, there are events going on around town, Las Vegas today. So if you're going to be traveling around and you want to take part in it, just, just look it up online. Look up uh, one October events for this year. There's, I believe the mayor later on today is, is listing, you know, calling off the names and, yeah. and there's vigils and everything is going on. So if you want to participate or just, you know what? Take a few minutes. Take a few minutes tonight, and moment of thought and re- reflection for thirty seconds for those people uh, that we lost. Okay, uh, you know it's good. It's tough now to transition from that, but but we're gonna do it. Doggone it, because we've got to get on track. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world of pro wrestling. Um, there was a passing yesterday of an icon, which we'll talk about in the next uh, section. So with that, before we get started, you know what favorite time it is of the year, of the day, of the week. Every time on the calendar is time for Story Time with Matt. Story Time with Matt Mullen. It is now Story Time with the Enforcer, Matt Mullen. I don't even have a story about a bum this week. Oh. Because the funniest what? thing happened at the Heart Attack Grill. All right, let's do it. One of the waitresses is from Louisiana, and she's like super Southern. And she said, probably the most redneck thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, there should be. Oh, there's a Heart Attack Grill right now in the background. Okay, Re- most redneck thing. Okay, is this something that Jeff, um, uh, what's that comedian that would love? Jeff that Foxworthy? Foxworthy. Is this like Jeff Foxworthy oh, worthy? This is this level of that, yes. <laughs> is this Larry the Cable Guy worthy? Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's go for it. Can't wait. So one of the other girls, Maggie, knows, like, she's learning French. So, like, there's a lot of French people that come in there for some reason. And there's, like, one of the outside bar tables was French. So she goes up to Maggie and was like, hey, can you talk to my table? Because they don't really speak English. And they're like, she's like, sure, no problem. Goes over there. And then Courtney, the one from Louisiana, comes back up to the bar. And she's like, man, that Maggie is just so smart. She's over there speaking French to him. And I was like. That's not the language. It's called Courtney. And she goes, what is it, Spanish? And I had to, like, run from the other side. I just burst out laughing. I was like, that's the greatest thing I have ever heard. Oh, you gotta, yeah, exactly. That's right. You got to love culture, don't you? It's, it was something. So it's, uh, I like it. I like it. Listen. I love it. <coughs> Well, here's your sign. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Right? All right, good stuff. So we have, uh, well, we're, we still have a couple of minutes, so let's get to a couple of rumors, starting with I Hear Voices. In my head, Ding. they come to me. Rumor is Finn Balor is in line for significant plans in the near future. Define near. <laughs> what do you think? What kind of plans could they have? Because people still don't like him being the leader of the judgment. I mean, I mean, Judgment Day thing is going well. I was gonna say that. Yep. Uh, he's having. He's gonna have a, another storyline with Edge. Uh, Stream rules, right? Yeah, uh, and it's gonna be an I Quit match. Mm-hmm. And 
I say near future. I say like right now, like we're seeing. Uh, okay. we're seeing so, uh, we're so does that mean he's going to beat Edge then? If they have plans, you can't have Balor lose. Um, what do you think, Matt? I mean, I don't know. I still think Balor's going to lose that match because I don't see Edge saying I quit. Okay. But I don't know. Maybe like the I mean, whole Judgment Day gets involved. We could also see uh, Finn also losing, and then he can make like a, a big return at, at Survivor Series, given the time off. Yeah, but I don't think you want to do that to Judgment Day, though. I don't think you, I don't think you can afford to take him off screen for any significant time. But if it's a if it's a uh, uh, I quit match, that means there's no holds barred. Anything, anybody, and everybody can get involved in this match, right? Well, yeah. it, could, it could also mean that he could he could be kicked off of uh, of the Judgment Day too if he says I quit. I could be. That's an interesting twist because people are calling that the real leader should be Damian Priest at this point. Uh, that's that's a lot of talk to me. The in. real leader is Rhea Ripley, just like how she's <laughs> manipulating Dominic. <laughs> hey, by the way, I, I shared this with you in, in message yesterday, Matt. I, I got I got to share this. I had my like 15 seconds of fame on Busted Open yesterday. So there's a show <coughs> in New Jersey. Yes, thank you very little. Thank you, thank you. There's a show in New Jersey where uh, Jordan Grace is going to be there and all all sorts. Now the city that it's in, because my wife was born and raised there, is called. Island, Island, I-S-E-L-I-N, okay? And so Dave's talking about, I'm actually driving here to the studio because I had a show at 9 a.m. And he pronounces it Iceland. And I heard this the first time. I'm like, no, tell me you didn't do it. Tell me somebody, while somebody else is talking, is going to be in his ear to say this is how it's pronounced, right? Because the ironic thing is they were talking about accountability and, you know, you have to have uh, journalism with integrity. And, and to me, you got to know how to pronounce things, right? Yeah. So he did it a second time. I said, screw this. <laughs> I'm dying. I called in. And it put me on hold. And it was t- I, I was here in the studio when I took the call. And it must have been about like quarter to nine Pacific time. So Aaron from Las Vegas. How's it going? Hey, Dave. Al Thunder Rose. How you doing? Good. I love the show. For, you know, long time listener, all that crap. I said, Dave, as a Jersey guy that I know you are, me too, although I live in Vegas now 25 years, I got your back. But I got to let you know the city that the event is in, you're not pronouncing it right. It's pronounced Island, not Iceland. Oh, man, he says, I appreciate that accountability, the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. And I said, and then when his, I went back, I said, you know, listen to your show where it's not a new show. It's a talking show. Myself and two buddies, we started our own uh, wrestling show, talk show. Uh, really, what is it? Uh, it's Thoughts Count Anywhere, Saturdays from 9 to 11 a.m. You can find us on Facebook. He, nice. goes, he goes, what's it again? Thoughts count. And, he's, and as they're hanging up on me, he's saying it again. Nice. Thoughts count anywhere. And I didn't hear the rest of it, but it got two pops. I'm busted open. Yeah. So if anybody from busted open, Dave LaGreca, if you're listening from yesterday's call, man, give us a call. Text me, message me. We'd love to know that you're out there, and we would pop you on the phone, 702-329-6947. If you're listening on the app, yeah, it's Go Live Vegas uh, mobile app. You can do that. And by the way, we're hot on Roku. Um, Matt and, and Shant, I wish Chief was here. Uh, AA Ron told me before you guys all got here, we are the number one viewed show on the Go Live Vegas Roku channel as of today. Holy crap. We are the A show. We are the A show. We are the one. <laughs> 300 hours. In a short time. How long has Roku been up? Like a week? <clears throat> About a week or two? Over 300 hours of watch time. On the different shows. So, and there's all only the other shows are a bunch of twos, and we are <laughs> the ones. Well, Aaron Zauer could be 1A, <laughs> though. No, but exactly. We are the one. Okay, real quickly, let's hit these. Rumor is the identity of the White Rabbit will be revealed at Extreme Rules. Thoughts on the White Rabbit? 
If it's not Bray Wyatt, I think people will riot. <laughs> I just had that in my head. I mean, if it's not Bray Wyatt, who else could it be in this kind of thing? Seriously. Bray Wyatt. Okay, so obviously the consensus. <laughs> and, I, and I agree with you. How they're going to present it, though, and you know, they're talking about making the characters. One thing I saw yesterday, the Firefly Funhouse. <clears throat> those characters now will be, be like Carrion uh, and, and Scarlet and this one, that one. It'll be interesting to see, but I agree with you. If it's not Bray Wyatt. I just want to see Triple H ultimately troll the fans for like five minutes. <laughs> I want it to be like some kind of like big reveal, but like Adam Rose's bunny comes out. I was going to say like a I good was minute. Say the same thing too. <laughs> and then like Bray Wyatt comes out and just like destroys him or something. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I heard that one too about uh, um, the bunny <laughs> from, uh, from him. Um, all right, so we all think it's going to be, be Bray Wyatt, but you're right. If it's not, there's... The show afterwards on that Monday for Raw, man, they're going to hijack that show terribly. Literally anything that likes kind of eerie, like thought provoking, like you automatically think it's Bray Wyatt. Right. If like Triple H doesn't bring him back, any like kind of surprise return, anything, we'll be, everyone just assumes it's Bray Wyatt. Right. We'll and it's be been like that since he left. Yeah, absolutely. And it, like you said, any other return would be looked at as like, huh. Like a letdown. So I agree with you. That's a great point. Last thing before we go to break. Rumor is Brock Lesnar won't wrestle in the USA for the rest of this calendar year. Did he give reason for that, Chan? I, I, I missed that. I no, this, no if, it, if, if he won't wrestle in the USA, I think it's maybe it could be work visa issues or, or some sort. Um, uh, I do know that maybe WWE will come back to Canada, but who knows? It's a who's who now. So Okay. We'll see what happens. Well, I mean, I mean it, are we really missing him at this point on the shows? I mean, the shows have been great. Honestly, no, we're not because the shows have been doing great. Yeah. Yeah. So we may have to create a no sh new shirt. <laughs> not as bad as it used to be. <laughs> I don't think it's a really a work piece of thing. I'm pretty sure it's a you made me lose to Roman Reigns twice. I'm taking a year off. There you go. Or but you I'll pop into Saudi Arabia for the million dollar like payday. Right. Or Vince is gone. Now I'm gone. Well. It'll, well, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we know he takes long extended periods of time off anyway. So, But we'll if he's going to Crown Jewel right. and Roman's already in a fight with Logan Paul, so you know he ain't going after the title, I wonder who Brock Lesnar's going to end up wrestling anyway. Goldberg? He has no matches left on his contract. Okay. He's not going to be there. <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. Braun Strowman? Would that be an interesting match? Braun Strowman and, and Lesnar? I don't know. Just putting that one out there. You're not going to... I don't want to see it a squash match. I wanted to see something. Yeah. You know? Um, if, now, what if Bray Wyatt comes back, as we all expect, into next week? Ry, uh, Bray Wyatt and Lesnar? I don't know. Just let that float out there, because we got to go to break. <laughs> when we come back on the other side, I mentioned on social media that we have more family four-packs to give away for Unicon this November 4th through 6th. You notice I do have Unicon shirt on. I'm all set, ready to go. I know for you switching. Okay, never mind. So we come back. 702-329-6947. Look, it even has hashtag Vegas Strong. Didn't realize that till just now. Uh, 702-329-6947. I get it's the mundane shit that I get trapped in. 702-329-6947. Press the number one for your chance to answer the question. We will come back to it and also recognize a, a legend who passed away yesterday as well. You're watching Thoughts Can Anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey. 
from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast, Thoughts Count Anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count any? I just wonder, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere because they do. Go Live Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate, commercial or event, and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas. All right, welcome back to ThoughtsCon Anywhere. Come to you live from the Go Live Vegas studios in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay, I hope you all have your dialing fingers ready. Um, our first question, let's, let's uh, ask our first question in honor of the man who passed last night. So if you would, Mr. Producer, if you'd please put that picture up of uh, uh, Antonio Inoki, please, um, that I sent you. I appreciate it. Um, a legend, obviously, uh, founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, in WWE for a while, of course we know uh, there he is. Um, we know that uh, you know he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame and stuff like that. So well recognized. Um, your thoughts, gentlemen, who would like to go first on Antonio Inoki, the founder, the creator of what wrestling should be. Okay, the best damn wrestling company in the goddamn world. To this day, rest in peace, legend Antonio Inoki. Matt, he was definitely a legend and brought like the whole Japan with him to the wrestling community and brought us New Japan, which has brought us a ton of great matches and wrestlers and mm -hmm. stuff like that, and even the stuff with like Ali and bringing like wrestling mainstream. He was a big part of that, also. Oh, rest in peace. Uh, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> some messages now are coming in on Twitter. Uh, rest in peace, Antonio. So we thank you. Keep those messages coming. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, 
Yeah, a, a legend. Um, you know, I, we're just going to echo what everybody's already said. There are some people that uh, get a just due, and this man obviously is getting a just due. So much so that our first question today, for to, w to win a family four-pack to Unicon, November 4, 5, and 6 at the World Market Center. Unicon, where worlds collide between cosplay and sports. First caller to answer the following question will get their four-pack. Here is your question. In what year was Antonio Inoki inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? Now, if you're affiliated with the show, if you've won something over the last, I don't know, three days, no, 30 days, things like that, you are not eligible to win. So, Matt, hang up the phone. You can't call to win. Sorry, it won't work Damn. that way. So call in 702-329-6947. Now, if you're out of town and you win, but you know somebody here in Vegas who would like the tickets, we'll work on that. So everybody and anybody, please call in 702-329-6947. The question is on the screen for those watching um, uh, visually. If you're on the app, in what year was Antonio Inoki inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? And by the way, I got to acknowledge our historian as today's trivia <laughs> That's right. Uh, today's trivia questions, because we hope we'll give away two family four-packs today. Do, I'm not taking them via text or Twitter. You must call in. You, we must hear your voice. Text, chat room, etc. Those are ineligible. We want you to call in and be part of the show, 702-329-6947. Now, by some chance, you're outside the United States and want to call. 1-855-502-4321. Press the number one. Also, if you win and you don't know buddy in Vegas, that's okay. We'll set it up and we'll, we'll get the tickets donated uh, in your name to, to another uh, family. So there's always a will. There's a way. Okay? There's your question. What year was Antonio Noki inducted into the WD Hall of, WWE Hall of Fame? Okay, before... WD-40 Hall of Fame. WD-40. Sing it to Chief. Chief, I love you, buddy. <laughs> WD-40 Hall of Fame. All right, Shant, 30 seconds. You wanted to touch on something uh, about a local show last night. Yes. For those of you that did not know, we, uh, we at Pride Style uh, and Versus have a new location. And we want to thank everyone that has, uh, that has bought a ticket and joined us for our very first show at our new venue location. What you just saw was chicken shit made out of chicken well chicken, chicken salad, salad out of chicken, chicken salad shit. made out of chicken shit you sounded just like chief <laughs> thank you <laughs> that chair um, is contagious i want to <laughs> it's all about the chair <laughs> i want to he's thank... not even here we could pick on. i'm sorry he's not even here we could pick on him go exactly. ahead i want to thank each and every one of you guys that bought a ticket i also want to thank all the hard workers that helped set up the new venue location and I know you guys are going to say the same thing to me because I spent countless hours of helping you guys make this shit work because we did make it work. And guess what? The future is very, very bright. Thank you, guys. All right. There you have it. Versus uh, doing well in their new location. What's the address of the new location? 1541 West Oakey Boulevard. It's Oakey and Industrial. Yes. On those four yes. corners. And it's directly what we, what I, we used to call on, on Twin Brothers, we used to call it the, the, uh, uh, the gym. Yeah. Honey, I'm going to the gym. Well, the gym is what? Little Darlings. <laughs> so when you don't want to tell us, going to the gym, see you later. And so it's right across from Little Darlings in that corner there. <laughs> yes, also uh, adjacent to the area where Portnoy Gallery is. Just for those who know, I'm just trying to give it some. some oh, I know where that is. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's down that way. So 
Um, obviously, stay in touch with uh, the Versus websites and Facebook pages for up. Do they have an upcoming event that you can announce real yes, quickly? Yes, uh, I, I need to bring it up. So uh, you guys go ahead and let's let's go ahead and move forward until I can find the new. Uh, All right, new you date. got it. Hey, by the way, real quickly, October sixteenth, which is uh, uh, Sunday coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, Holistic Wellness Fair from nine a.m. to three p.m. at Emerald at Queens Ridge up on Rampart Boulevard near uh, Rampart in Charleston. Wellness Weekend Markets, Holistic Wellness Fair. Check out, get your tickets, uh, well, wellnessweekendmarkets.com. If you use the code the Roundtable, you get a free ticket. That's right, two for one, basically. You get a free ticket for the event. There's workshops, there's tables, vendors, the whole thing. So check it out. Go to, again, uh, wellnessweekendmarkets.com and uh, just put in the round table for a free ticket. Okay, sorry about that. Let's get back on track. We got a lot to do. I put, there's so many different things going on right now that, and we had that trivia question. Better answer it, because last week's trivia question, all the hints that we put out there, even a blind man could have answered that question. <laughs> so, up, oh, look, right on cue. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, we have a caller calling in. Yes, caller, you name it where you're calling from, please. Uh, from Las Vegas. Las Vegas, what's your name? Carlos. Carlos, how you doing, buddy? What's up? What's going on, guys? Hey, did anybody win the tickets? Not yet, sir. The question, in what year was Antonio Inoki inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, 2010. sir? 2010. 2010? Ding, 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 no, I knew that. Oh, okay, I'm good. I'm a big fan of Anoki uh, and New Japan and all that. So what? Oh, you, sad day today. Yeah, absolutely. So I was just going to ask, well, give us a few words about why Anoki uh, was your favorite. Talk about that for a couple of seconds and share if you would. Well, if it wasn't for him, I think uh, New Japan wouldn't be where it's at now. You can tell he's like one of the you know one of the four pillars and a forefather of Japanese wrestling. And he really, you know, I, I, I wish that New Japan had a much bigger exposure here in the United States because of Inoki. Man. I mean, how many times do we hear wrestlers in the United States, man, I'm going to go to New Japan, and they go. And they love wrestling there, you know? So, um, I don't know. Just, uh, it's, a, it's a sad passing. Uh, Carlos, do me a favor. You and I, I believe, are connected on Facebook, correct? Yes, sir. Do me a favor. Me private message me your email. So that I can then set it up and get that family four-pack to you, okay? Sounds good. You got Thank it, my you. friend. Thanks for calling in, and always thanks for listening and following us, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good morning. You All too. Right, you too. Um, I just saw a question popped in, to, and this is actually a good question because it does affect wrestlers as well. Uh, Brandon asks, he knows this is a wrestling show, but thoughts on the Tua issue, Tua Tungvaloa in Miami. Uh, for those who don't know, two weeks ago suffered a concussion, came back in against Buffalo, and then this past Thursday night, they were playing in Cincinnati, took another shot, or it was a hard uh, tackle. His head snapped on the ground again. It was hard to watch that, you know, his hands, uh, almost like a seizure-like, his hands clenched uh. up. I, and I don't remember what, the, what they actually called it. Um, now they're, you know, they're looking deeper into protocols and why the, why the NFL investigation into the first head injury was supposed to conclude the day after or start after Thursday night's game, yeah. okay, um, I think it's a travesty, and it does need to, to be looked at. And I think when you saw him stumble after getting knocked down the first game, and he was walking, then he stumbled down to a knee again, I don't care. You have a concussion. I don't care if you're medically cleared. I'm sorry. The coach should have taken his helmet at that point and said, sorry, I'm not taking a risk with my number one quarterback. True. That's my thoughts. 
I was talking to this on another on another thread, uh, and we were talking about former former WWE guy Christopher Nowinski. Who they had him on yeah, one of the shows this week. One of the shows, um, and I was agreeing what Christopher Nowinski said that uh, Miami Dolphins should be investigated for criminal charges of uh, what they did uh, for Tua, and I agree one hundred percent. Something's going on within that Dolphins organization, and you know what? It's not good. Yeah, because there are other there have been other issues over the last handful of years that people go, huh? So this this hopefully isn't one of them, but obviously it's something something's there, and and it may and the the good news might be is that it may change better safety uh, concerns and protocols for the players to protect them more. Well, the NFL but, is always getting wrecked with any sort of. Injury settlements, uh, yeah. racial settlements, any anything. The NFL, they everybody is going after the NFL because it's the biggest sport in this nation. No, well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Brandon asked a follow-up question to that. Just give me the quick response like we're on uh, a game show. Who has to be to blame, team, player, or NFL for him to play that second game? All three. I say the team and the NFL. I agree. I think team first because they're right there. And again, that's a coach's decision that should have yes. been made on the first week. So that's the team to me. Um, players, you know, they always want to go back in, rub some dirt on it, and I'm good. You know, I mean, they're, uh, and I don't remember who it was, but in yesteryear in the 70s, I think it was a Raiders player. He literally had a fractured leg. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Jack Youngblood. Jack he, played, Youngblood. he played for the L.A. Rams. For the Rams. There yeah. you go. For the Rams. And he played on the freaking, like, like uh, uh, Angle says, broken freaking neck he had a broken leg and kept playing football as a lineman for crying out loud that's wild players just want to go out and play so yeah. i would still put a little on him but at the bottom team and the nfl for sure and the doctors have to be looked at for crying out loud is on the sideline supposedly an independent doctor not affiliated with the team was on the sideline and he was the one that checked him out in the tunnel and he's the one that gave the okay so maybe he needs to be looked at as well and you know whatnot anyway let's get back to wrestling speaking of injuries there's a major concern over the severity of Randy Orton's back injury, and he too now could be out for the rest of the year. Are you guys concerned? I am very concerned about Randy's health because before he he <coughs> left, he him and he was Randy was was having fun. He was just having fun, and uh, everyone loves loves seeing Randy Orton perform. I do hope he comes back. <laughs> In a certain point, I know we want to see him soon, but let him let him rest. Let, let him get better. Let him get better. As much as I don't want Lesnar and Goldberg and all them to come back, <laughs> I want Randy Orton to come back like yesterday. Totally, totally agree with that. But he's put in his dues. He's been there for twenty years. Never really took time off except for like minor injuries. So let him take all the time he needs to heal. But he's sorely missed on the roster for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Twitter folks out there who may want to take issue with some of the topics here. Matt is ready for you. His finger's ready on Twitter. Message Matt at TCA702, and uh, he'll be more than happy to reply. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Uh, I love keyboard warriors. Brandon says he feels Orton is done as a full-time wrestler. wrestling. I, I, you know, I, I could see that if he's cleared to some extent. Yeah. But uh, you have to. This is a guy who's obviously, dare I say, a first ballot Hall of Fame with what he's done. Um, 
But yeah, it looked like he was having fun with Riddle. They kept that team together a lot longer than I think everybody expected. That we team all... was supposed to only last like two weeks, and it was Something. going on for over a year. Yeah, you know, and and it, it was it was working right. It was yeah. it was money, so to speak. So hopefully he'll get back uh, as one hundred percent as possible. Uh, speaking of Randy Orton, the tattoo artist won a lawsuit against WWE and Two K for infringing on her copyrights. What does this mean for tattoos and video games moving forward? I think that's a great question. It's a great topic. What do you guys think? I mean, I saw that yesterday. I was like, what the yeah. hell? I can't believe I was like, I didn't really know about like the tattoo and copyrights thing until like literally last night when I started like doing a little kind of research for it. But she owned the copyrights to like four different of his tattoos. So I don't know if it's going to. Because I know, like, in, like, previous video games when, like, CM Punk was in a video game since he has, like, the Cobra Kai or the the Pepsi one and then the G.I. Joe, the Cobra, Cobra Commander or something. They would always, like, just take those off. So it always looked weird. But now if, like, Randy Orton has, like, all his tattoos copyrighted, they can't just put a plain Randy Orton in, like, a video game. But with all these other people, like, having, like, different tattoos, I wonder if they're just going to be, like, oh, let's just make, like, dark designs and... Well, I mean, is, it, is that really any different than copywriting music, in a way? I mean, it's somebody's artwork, right? True. Yeah, you're you right. Know, it's, you're uh, right. Music is somebody's art, and you have to, you know, can't use that unless you have permission. So uh, maybe they'll think moving forward whether they edit it like you got, like we've seen in the past, or... Maybe they will buy the rights to allow the tattoos to stay there or at least give the person credit, you know, somewhere along the line. I read so. somewhere WWE tried to offer her $450 for the $450? copyright. $450? Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? No, I'm dead Holy serious. No, uh, They tried to offer her $450 for the copyright. So how much, how much did she win in the lawsuit? Do you know? They haven't, they haven't talked to that it? part yet. They just said she won. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Who do you think the fourth member of Damage Control will be heading into war games? Shotzi, they turned last night to a face, right? She came back out in the tank. Everybody was happy. So who do you think is in line to be the fourth? Could it be Sasha or Naomi? I think it's going to be Indy Hartwell. Oh, okay. Fine, I'll agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way that's the women. There's no way that's not the women's war games match. Let's hope not, right? If so, well, well, we know if that is... Well, you have Bianca, right? You have, we've seen Bianca and her team sort of come together in the past, right? Bianca, Alexa, Asuka, and Candice LeRae yeah. against Damage Control. and, yeah, and They whoe- need one more. Right, whoever. <laughs> Maybe they'll bring back Santina Morelli's uh, sister, or cousin, whatever she was. I don't know. <laughs> Triple H, don't do that to us. <laughs> or why not uh, bring up uh, Santino Morella's daughter? She's wrestling. Or oh, The Rock's daughter. She's down there. So we'll see what happens, but it'll be interesting to see. And Extreme Rules is one week, one week from today, tonight, right? Uh, Brandon says, how about Charlotte Flair? We haven't seen her in a while. That's a good option. Uh, We'd love to see Becky on uh, uh, Bianca's side, but of course we know Becky's injured, uh, which is why Candice LeRae may be inserted in there or has been if it was announced. But Charlotte Flair, everybody's talking about her getting ready to come back. Will she, do you think do you think Extreme Rules is the place for her to come back? Uh, not Extreme Rules for War Games. Is that a place you'd want to come back? Good. I mean, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just okay. <laughs> I don't know how she's gonna come back, but she's gonna make like an immediate impact. I guarantee yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Ric Flair will be here in Las Vegas on October seventh, which is Friday from six to eight p.m. at Zen Leaf Flamingo. 
Which when I saw, when you sent that to me, I was kind of, su- I didn't know anything about that. It was sort of a, a surprise. I didn't either. And then it said he was like, he's here for like his Ric Flair drip, like his weed brand or whatever. Ah. Oh, so he's put out a, a product now too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Woo! <laughs> going to meet the nature boy. Was, are you going? Hell yeah. All right. And smoke a blunt. <laughs> I don't smoke, but get a, get I a, want Ric Flair. Get him to and do I'm trying a, to get on this show. Try, excellent. Try to get a little like, hey, you're watching like you did with the other guys. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. Oh, that was already in the plans. Oh, of course. I know it was. I know it was. <laughs> Max Dupree leaves maxim, uh, Maximum Male Models. Uh, will we get L.A. Knight or Eli Drake? Eli Drake. Either or. Either or. That would be great. Is, are they one and the same in terms of style of character? Of character? Pretty much, yeah. Right? Uh, just, yeah, pretty much. It was just more or less the name change when they brought him back into, as L.A. Knight, right? Let me talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins said in an, inter- in an interview, even when he won the title at WrestleMania 31, he felt like he was always played second fiddle to Roman Reigns. In the Shield? Like after the, fa- after the Shield, they said there was always like Roman Reigns favoritism since they decided to push him. So he said he always felt like second best no matter what he did, how good he was. Biggest matches he was in, he always felt he was second fiddle to Roman Reigns. Wow. I'm, I'm sorry to go off topic, but uh, Brandon, I see your comment up there. Um, to answer your question about the four horsewomen, um, it's been reported that the four horsewomen are no longer a, a faction or any, any sort of talking. Um, Flair ha- Fl- Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch have both said that they haven't talked to each other as friends ev- like for the past five years. So could we see a force horm- horse women reunion? Maybe. But at this point in time, that's going to be a no. Sorry to go off topic on you guys. No, that's okay. I, I, think saw, like I saw the question come in. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 I was go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say I think they lost they jumped the boat on that a couple years ago when they could have had the four horsewomen versus the, the four horsewomen of MMA when yeah. like Ronda first came in. Yeah. That would have been the perfect time to put those four together. To me, that's almost like Lesnar versus Lashley now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, okay, you want it, but ten years ago it was really more of a, the dream match of them when they were younger, you know, things like that. Because let's face it, Brock it, Brock was great at WrestleMania in that match. Um but I, I think because he doesn't wrestle enough, it seems to me that he gets winded very quickly, I'll say 10 minutes into a match. Yeah. So does he even have the stamina to go longer? I don't know. Although, again, like I said, he did in the wild match at uh, WrestleMania with those guys. But I'd rather, I wish I would have seen that match 10 years ago. It's like Undertaker and Sting. I don't want to see that today. Well, we won't, but I don't want to see that today. I wanted to see that 15 years ago, perhaps, when they were in their prime. Yeah. You know, but... That's just me. What do I know? What do I know about hockey? <laughs> As my friend used to say. Uh, let's see. AJ Styles refused to join Judgment Day and was attacked by the group. Do we think that that's just a work there and eventually he may join? Especially if maybe, like we were talking about earlier, the possibility of Finn losing gets thrown out. They need a new leader. Just putting it out there. I could possibly see him being the fourth member, but I... Don't know now. <laughs> I feel like AJ is running on upstream. He's running up. He's just trying to swim upstream. Okay. And I think that we're gonna see like uh, a turn on well, AJ. 
Because for, for AJ to turn. Yeah, because let's be honest, what has AJ done lately? No, but that's why I'm that's why I'm bringing it up, and I'm I'm kind of co-telling the earlier conversation about Finn and Edge. If Finn loses, does Rhea and does uh, um, Priest and jump him and get rid of him like they did Edge, and now all of a sudden they need a new leader? Now all of a sudden, if they're going to consider AJ, because they are putting a lot of spotlight on a- on AJ with these guys, maybe this is where AJ turns. You know, yeah. I don't know, but it seems like it could open a door to that. I think I know what's going to happen with this whole thing. I think AJ's going to get beat down for a couple weeks. Okay. Because they keep doing this thing a little too much. Yeah. And I think you might call a couple good brothers to come back mm. them up against the Judgment Day because a couple people don't have contracts up here recently. So Yeah. Yes, that's a great, great point there. That's a great observation right there, huh? What have you been reading? <laughs> he's, th- he's thinking. He is thinking, thinking, thinking. thinking. All right. Listen, I think that match first with Finn and Edge, and then it's going to lead to a lot of speculation, no matter what happens on either side. Now, if Edge loses, what happens to Edge? We're talking about possibly for Finn, but what happens to Edge if he loses to Finn in some capacity? Where do we go with Edge then at that point? Because then that feud has to be over at that point with Judgment Day for him, right? Could this be a payoff and end that whole thing at this point? I feel like it has to. Right, and then maybe Edge takes some more time off for another month or so, and he comes back in doing whatever. He's like a Hall of Famer and a legend, so it doesn't ever really matter if he wins or loses, honestly. He no, just disappears sure. for a month, sure. goes after somebody else, and everyone still loves him. Well, I guess if he go home to Beth Phoenix. But anyway, that's yeah. a whole other topic. Hey, we're going to step aside for our second break of the hour. Just want to remind everybody, as we are going to go into the second hour soon, that is when... We will give out the second trivia question to give away another family four-pack. All right. 702-329-6947. Thoughts Kind Anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200-pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five-star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. What's up, man? It's your boy, Sephiroth. I'm here with my man, Big T. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count Anyway. This is the essential character, EC3, on behalf of my dear friends and Thoughts Count Anyway. The podcast for your mind when you need deep thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hello, this is Martin Casals, a.k.a. Marty the Mod, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcast. Enjoy! <laughs> this is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesse, former finesse division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching it. This is my new tag team partner, Steve-O, a.k.a. Zoo, from the hit movie Friday. And from No Holds Bar. Hi, I'm Sean Gavari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the demolition. And we want to invite you to watch 
every Saturday morning. Thoughts count. Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate, commercial or event, and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas. Welcome back. Uh, a couple of comments during the break came into the chat room. Jason Piper. Hello, Jason. They need, a, they as in uh, uh, Edge's team, they need another female member, perhaps Beth Phoenix, and then maybe leading to a Rhea Ripley Beth Phoenix match. And then Brandon throws an interesting uh, monkey wrench into the conversation. Hello, Andres out on Twitter land at X Andres. Thank you for checking in with us. We appreciate it. He says, I might be the only one, but I want to see Brock and Goldberg team up at least once and maybe even have a short tag title run everyone does have a right to their own opinion except for that <laughs> just Brand kidding just kidding brandon uh matt may, matt may <laughs> need to uh suspend your tca membership for a week or something nah but that that went over like a lead balloon here in the studio during break but appreciate the thought though so what's that something else come up no the lead balloon yeah okay <laughs> all right couple of other things let's see uh, with Dominic trying to get Ray to hit him with a chair, how long before we see father and son match? Well, this has been talked about for like a year, I think, almost. WrestleMania? Royal Rumble? Can they... Survivor Series? That's still like the War Games match. They're not going to get like one. Of, I don't think they're going to start the match. Like if Dominic starts it, Ray's going to be like, oh, no, 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 son. No, son, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is, it just, is it just those two War Games match on Survivor Series? Supposedly. These, Dominic's got to do something to those make matches, Ray snap. Those matches have got to be at least an hour and a half long, those War Games matches. <laughs> if it's just going to be those two matches. No, it's, there's just more matches besides. Uh, uh, well, they're only, okay, doing, hey, they're only doing two War Game matches from what I read. Well, not uh, One and one. I'm not saying that it's good, they're going to be inserting the War Games match. I'm saying maybe, oh, they, like, they, maybe like, it's a one-on-one. On one. Yeah, I can see that. What if? Here's a thought for you. Finn loses. Ray snaps because he's wrestling Dominic. Could Ray be the new leader of Judgment Day if Finn is thrown out if he loses to Edge? I, no. No. You don't think so? No. Ray is still loved by a lot of kids. But that's what, would make the, that's what, would, that's what Chief would be saying. Unexpected that's, surprises. I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, hey, I'm just putting it out there. That is thoughts. something Chief would say. Right? It, I mean... Honestly, that is something what Chief would say. Chief, I love Chief, you, buddy. Um, I'm, I'm, I got your energy here, Chief. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, with Triple H in charge, uh, the Extreme Rules PLE, pay-per-view as far as I'm concerned, actually does feel extreme. It does. There's, like, usually, like, the last couple years, like, every pay-per-view that has, like, a name like this to it, they'd be like, oh, the main event's the last man standing match, and then there's, like, seven regular matches. Now it seems like they're putting the effort into it to be like every match has some kind of stipulation. Every match seems like it, it seems up. like an actual Extreme Rules pay per view. Hey, a pay per view that lives up to its name. Dear See, Lord, I wish the I wish the gimmick of the pay per view was involved in every match. Otherwise, why are you calling it in a, a War Games? Let's say a War Games pay per view when you only have two War Game matches. Now I know they take time and all that stuff. 
you know, it's like extreme rules. Well, are, is every match under extreme rules? I don't know. But how many times, you know, we see a pay-per-view and it's like just one or two matches. Hell in the Cell. There's another example, right? There's well, only the, two that usually. Was that was a prime example of that. Yeah, because there's only two matches that are in Hell in the Cell. The rest, there's no cell, no not case. Not this past one. Yeah, there was right? only one. Right. So to me, you know, they should all be extreme. That's still one of the main things I want Triple H to bring back. Is what? I hate the pay-per-view names or like just the names of matches. <laughs> I want like the old pay-per-view names to come back or new pay-per-view names. Bring back back. Bring back the freaking pay-per-view sets. I hate that they just bring the freaking raw set and they just put the pay-per-view name on it. And right. That's what you get. Generic. It used to be so cool when like you turn on the pay-per-view just to see like what set they had and like all that kind of stuff. They need to bring stuff like that back. Yeah, nowadays, it, nowadays uh, the only set that we can be looking forward to, honestly, is WrestleMania. True. Yeah, and maybe from a, from a dollars and standpoint, uh, you know, from a budget standpoint, maybe that's why they don't do all the pay-per-view sets anymore, and they just want to put all their money that they can into the wild WWE uh, WrestleMania set, uh, and that, sets. And that makes sense. That makes sense you know? because, uh, because, you know, I understand that uh, money is an issue. Oh, sure. For all all start all sorts of standards. Yeah. And but yet they're still making two hundred <coughs> billion dollars a year or some ridiculous number. I was like, they got a couple pennies to spend. I think. <laughs> well, now that Vince is no longer involved, they have that extra money he doesn't have to use. They yeah. got an extra like three million dollars. He keeps handing <laughs> out to like random girls. Exactly. They can put that towards a pay per view set. Uh, let's see. Knees dude on Twitter at knees k n e e z dude says a worldwide WWE monopoly scares me. That's an interesting thing. But he's got, they've got a lot of work to do if they're going to swallow everybody up around the world. They've been a marketing machine for 30 years, 40 years probably. You know, so being the number one lead, and we all think and believe that they make more money on merchandising than they actually do on the shows. Right? They're the megalodon in the ocean of <laughs> wrestling. There's a couple little minnows out there still, but... They're the big it's fish. It's still WWE. I like megalodon. That was very good. That was, again, another chief word that has multiple syllables. That's very good. <laughs> well, Brandon asks, is it too early to compare Triple H WWE TakeOver versus Vince WWF TakeOver? Like when he took over from his dad versus Triple H taking over from him. We're still on the honeymoon era. Of new car smell, right? The new car smell of being with Triple H. We haven't even gone six months. We're still loving it. It's like how AEW, when it first started... Yeah. Remember how it first started? Yeah. It was fucking good. They could do it? nothing wrong and they could do nothing wrong. All sorts of great matches, all sorts of great storylines. And then like yeah, sure they plateaued. They plateaued, but they still got some good matches though. Yeah. I I like when uh, this is my issue with AEW. When AEW started, we're gonna do things in the world of professional wrestling you've never seen before. I didn't see other than win loss records early on that they actually made matter a little bit. That's gone. They'll, they'll bring it up in certain instances, but what have they really done in, in, in the wrestling world that is so different, so revolutionary? And I asked that based on what their opening salvo was when they started the company. I saw no difference. Gave fans a second option uh, to, watch a, to watch a wrestling no, no, show. No, of course. Yeah, it gave, well, but we already had other options. We had impact, right? We had accessibility aside. Not that many people have impact on their, on their TV schedules. No, of course, because it's on a channel that's not in everybody's network. Yeah. But you can still get them on YouTube. You can still look at the match. MLW is another prime example. They have a small TV contract, but guess what? You can grab them on YouTube, right? And we can grab WWE matches on YouTube now. 
Um, but to me, AEW uh, really, and, and in my opinion, one of the reasons why Cody left, it didn't do anything different. You know, it, it just was the same thing other than it becoming an alternative show to watch. And I agree with that. Uh, but Tony keeps hiring all the WWE folks. It's like WWE light almost, you know. So, all right. Sasha Banks' Twitter name is no longer Sasha Banks WWE. It's now her real name. Do you think she might not return at all? Let me just add that. Just want to add this comment to this. I read that it takes a while for names to change on Twitter when you submit a name change. Yeah, I saw that too. So this this name change request could have happened when she first dumped the belts on Johnny Red's desk, right? Yes. And then it finally popped in, and so it may not be anything, but it might be something. Who knows? I don't care. It's a Twitter fucking. It's a Twitter name. It's a Twitter name. She comes if she comes back to WWE or if she goes to AEW, then she's back into wrestling. All right, let Sasha do what Sasha wants to do. God damn, y'all. There you go. That's the Chiefs rent brought to you by Desert Shark. No, anyway, um, I, I don't. Know. I don't think it means anything. I don't. I mean, if if her and Naomi do, if they do get brought back, where do we see them coming back? They didn't come back in the tournament. The tag tournament, like we thought they would. So where, how, when, how, I mean, how do we bring, how do they bring those two ladies back, if at all? I don't know. Maybe do they're they in a war games match just to mess with both teams, maybe. Okay. Maybe they split them up and they bring them back individually, or do they have to um, really keep them together if they bring them back? Yeah, Jason says that uh, Sasha is in the Star Wars shows again, but I don't think she's heavy in the shows. I don't think she's got a main. I don't think she's been brought back for the next season. Yeah, who have, as far uh, as those. She was with the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know. Do they have to? If they, if they do come back, does Triple H have to bring them back together as a tag team the way they no. left, or can he bring them back separately? Naomi was good in catering. He never really ever did anything with her. Well, she's the one that's got to go into the bloodline. I think that's a huge speculation there. But can you turn her that? You know, after what happened and all the sympathy they've gotten and pictures of her and Sasha modeling in New York couple of weeks ago that are on, on the internet, can you turn either of these ladies right now? I don't think so. No. I think you can immediately turn Naomi and just be like, the man was trying to hold me down and all this, and my family brought me back, and now... Or you they could put her in a bloodline. Yeah, like, that's I'm what I was going to say. Right. Put her in a yeah. bloodline. Absolutely. I th and that's been speculated also for a long time. And Sasha's Sasha. She's just like... Sasha. She's Sasha. one of the best wrestlers on this planet, so... Yeah, Sasha can do both. She can play as a heel or she can play as a face. And I think I see like I like to see her more as a heel. I was just though. gonna say I think most people think she's probably better as a heel than she is as a face. Oh, most definitely. Because when she's a face, I think everybody's waiting to see when she's gonna turn. <laughs> you know, so uh, question there from Brandon in the chat room: Why why put the North American title on Solo just to take it off of him the week later when he debuts? Not debuts, but when he comes up to the main roster full time, it appears. I'm okay. still trying to figure that out. I have no idea. Okay. It's a mystery. Probably promote NXT so they can, so they can have more viewers. A couple of quick hits before we wrap up our number one. Uh, reports backstage say Drew McIntyre wants to turn heel to refresh his character. Is it a good time for him to turn? I don't think they could turn him until Cody comes back, in my opinion. Just like they, they turned Edge to face because Cody had to leave. I don't think they're, they can turn him yet. There's like too many heels now. And that's part of it. <laughs> yeah. Cody Rhodes responded to a fan asking, when is he coming back? He replied with, hopefully I'm not done yet, and a, and a return. I don't want to say a big return. Let's just say a return. Monday Night Raw, as we mentioned earlier, we saw Candice LeRae 
Returned on Monday Night Raw beating Nikki Ash after the match. Nikki ripped her mask off. Could this be the end of the almost superhero? Yes. Please. Bring back crazy <laughs> Nikki Cross. Right? Yep. So, all right. We got a lot still to do in hour number two. We have another family four-pack of tickets to give away. We have AEW, the Indie Report. We have Birthday List, which Chief was so kind to leave me last week. And another family four-pack of tickets that we'll give away with another trivia question, hour number two. You're watching Thoughts Cut Anywhere. We will be right back, whether you like it or not. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five-star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! This is John Cena. I just, I just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count any? Is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere because they do. Go Live Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate, commercial or event, and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas. Welcome back to the number one show on the Go Live Vegas Roku channel. The one. We are the ones. <laughs> you know what? It's, uh, it's the simplest things that make us smile. <laughs> All right. Great hour number one. Uh, get ready to answer a trivia question. We'll do that in a little bit to get another Family four-pack set of tickets to Unicon. Carlos got the first four-pack. All right. Also, we have birthdays coming up this hour. And if you have someone that you would like us to recognize from today through next Friday, you can put it in the chat room. If there's a family member or somebody you want us to give a shout-out to, you should be putting them on our Facebook page for sure. Let us know who we need to add during each announcement. Okay. AEW, ROH, Bandito. Apparently was offered an AEW contract after his match with Chris Jericho on Dynamite this past week. That was a fucking great match. 
I love that match, every single minute of it. Okay. Is he, is he an AEW player or was he, is he, a, he? He was. He is a Ring of Honor. No, no, no. I, I know that. My question is, he debuted on AEW. Will they use him now? Will Tony maybe use him on ROH, especially now that Jericho is the champ of ROH? I think they will use him more on ROH mm -hmm. uh, because ROH needs a lot more talent, especially, especially now that we're seeing Jericho as a as champion. We could be seeing a TV contract coming soon. Okay, interesting thought. I think the match was good. It was more interesting when Jericho said after, said he was going to destroy every ROH champion ever, and he was going to destroy Ring of Honor. Right. Jeez. That's like the perfect storyline to walk into a TV deal with. Right. Right. Well, you know what? Again, I think what's starting to happen is AEW in a two-hour show for Wednesday night just has too much talent, and they don't know what to do with it, i.e. Miro. Yeah. You know I mean, we've all seen his posts the last week or two. He's sitting, was it since June or something was his last TV match or something? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there is talent sitting around back there, and uh, that's why I say they're like WWE light, because these, <clears throat> they've got the same trouble. And, of course, as we know, you know, the, all the rumors and stuff going on behind the scenes, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, their suspension is still there, but yet there's no report of anything happening with their suspension. When are they due back? This side of the other thing. There's a lot of unknowns with them right now yeah yeah one of yeah. the bucks said they he'll be seeing fans soon and then there was a port right after that said they might be suspended until legal action's been taken by either party <laughs> so a mess over there all right um on another i hate to say it, another somber note uh to everybody in florida that was affected by hurricane ian uh and also up the coast once that storm hit land south carolina got you know crushed with with uh, uh Tons of rain and, uh, and everything from the hurricane. But the folks in Florida, Fort Myers and that whole area, first of all, we hope you're all safe getting to where you need to be. And, uh, you know, you're thankful that you made it through. Good morning, Brandy, that you made it through that Category 4, that 150-mile winds that made landfall. And some gusts actually went to 190. Jeez. It was crazy. So um, our thoughts and prayers to everybody out there in Florida. And, uh, by the way, I'm going to say it this way. Uh, if you want to make a donation to help, you can go to the Red Cross. Or, as I found out yesterday when I did another show, you can also go to KiwanisInternational.org, and they have a donate button. You can make your donation through Kiwanis. 100% of all donations for Florida rescue efforts are, are being donated through Kiwanis or the Red Cross. Let's give them what they need to get help those people because those people, they're going to take a long time to get their lives back together and rebuild. Brandon asks, where has FTR been? That's another great question. Aren't they were on Rampage. Do they still have belts? Huh? Do, or do they still have title belts? They still have those uh, other belts, the, the Ring of Honor titles, the AAA tag titles, New and, the, and the New, J New Japan titles. And yet they have titles. them on a one-hour Rampage show. Yeah. Yep. Again, another example of, of uh, Ronald says, I am safe, just no power. Okay, Ronald, thank you for letting us know. Uh, we're glad you're safe, um, and you get things back in order quickly. Um, because of the hurricane... Uh, it affected AEW. Uh, Samoa Joe and Swerve had to miss Dynamite this week. There was even some issues at the Performance Center. Not major damage, but they had some water and flooding and whatnot. So the uh, Samoa Joe and Swerve not being there. And uh, hey, Noah! What's up, nephew? What's going on, bud? Hey, long time no here. Good to see you. Um, what's your thoughts on how the hurricane affected possible storylines? Was anything building with these guys, with, with Samoa Joe and Swerve, that uh, missing one week? 
So there, there was a backstage uh, segment on AEW Dynamite with uh, the Acclaimed, mm-hmm. and uh, then Keith Lee came came in, and so I guess that affected that storyline. They, they still wrestled in a match though that with the changes. They're not. I thought I saw Keith Lee and somebody have a match Wednesday. I could be that wrong. That was on, that was actually on uh, Rampage as well. Oh, okay. That was on Rampage as well. Gotcha. It, that, the Acclaimed only had a, like a backstage segment, like celebrating their tag title wins. Gotcha. Um, I don't know about Samoa Joe, but I uh, know uh, is he? I, I don't. I really don't know what's going on with Samoa Joe. It's kind of a Ring of Honor heavy show on Wednesday, so I'm sure he was supposed to be. He probably defending the TV title or well, something. Well, well, now to. that Jericho is the Ring of Honor champion, and uh, and uh, what's his name, Daniel Garcia is the is the Ring of Honor Pure champion. Yeah, we got a little storyline going on, you know. A bit. Okay. I'm just responding to somebody on the chat room. Um, after John Moxley beat Juice Robinson, he was confronted by Hangman Adam Page, as he will face him next week on the anniversary edition of Dynamite. Let's go. That's going to be a killer match. I said this uh, on Twitter uh, during when I was watching Dynamite. I said that Adam Page versus John Moxley... That should have been the main event of Double or Nothing. You guys agree with me? Yeah. Well, Brandon, Brandon actually puts a comment in the chat room. He says, is it time for AEW to push a non-WWE guy as champ? He knows Hangman had it for a short time. Who would, who would you put the belt on if we had the, the pencil? The most obvious answer, Brandon, is going to be Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Look how they're pushing him. Just look. You have to see it. And you will believe it. And you will see him as the next AEW champion. So do we want to see MJF and Moxley? So are we saying here Page has no chance? That is going to be the match at their next pay-per-view. He's going to cash in the chip? He's going to cash in that chip. And he's going to be the next world champion. Guaranteed. Oh yeah, definitely. If they're you can even a... put a stamp on that, and I know <laughs> I will win. If they're gonna pick a homegrown talent, it's MJF has to be the next champion. Whether you want an ex WWE person, a homegrown person, MJF is the best thing in that company. You can't really say any different. <laughs> do, do we believe at some point though? Was it twenty twenty four's contract expires? Because there's always been talk about him recently about, I'm going to go to WWE. Do we really think in 2024 he will jump ship at, regardless to WWE, yeah. or is that just part of the storyline that he was playing when he was out? Storyline. Okay. I think it's storyline, and I cannot wait for the promos when he is champion. <laughs> He's, what, 24? Yeah. He's a young dude from uh, Long Island, I believe. Um, let's see. AEW has moved their Battle of the Belt special to avoid conflict with Extreme Rules. I didn't think they were in competition. <laughs> they say they're not <laughs> right, all exactly. the time. But. Exactly. But, yeah, I, well, you know what, though? Give AEW kudos. You know, I mean, they, they saw it. They know it's, you know. Now I think there's a different approach to WWE programming by them now that Triple H is in charge. I think, yeah, I think you know, people are going to start watching WWE more if they have the pick. So you try not to be in contact with WWE. Right. Oh, <laughs> 
some guy named Aaron Elegis uh, at WW Universe at Busted Open Radio. All right. So I guess he must have heard about the uh, thing on the, that I did on Busted Open yesterday. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a cool dude. Yeah. Uh, most of the time. He only has one job. You know. Malachi Black said on IG Live that he has not been released by AEW. I love you. And we'll, <laughs> and we'll be back with the company after taking some time off. He really went after the dirt sheets on this in, in the comments that I heard. Oh, he went like all in. I was like watching it too. <laughs> People are trying to say it was like physical stuff. There's problems in his marriage. He was getting death threats over this. He was like, I'm just going to clear the air because this is bullshit. I even have to get on here to do this. Well, good for him, though, that he went out and you heard it from the horse's mouth that that's yeah. not the case. Yeah. What do you think? Wrestling fans are shitheads. <laughs> That they're shitheads for uh, making assumptions to, to wrestlers, and it's another reason why that you have to listen to the wrestler themselves than some dirt sheets. Even though, even though I read the dirt sheets as well, I'll admit to it. Well, I think I'll we all do. I think we all do some degree, hoping to find one nugget of information. And yeah. like, like Chief says, whenever we talk about something that is in the, the dirt sheets, well, how do we know it's real? How do we know? Well, we don't know, but it, don't, it, it leads to conversation, right? But this time, though, Malachi Black, and he blasted the dirt sheets or whoever started this story, um, and good for him. Yeah. Good for him. And now we yeah, know he was injured. He's talked about that, um, t- taking time off. And in conjunction with that, Buddy Murphy, or, you know, yeah. Murphy, as he is there. But Buddy Murphy also requested some time off at the same time, and I think maybe that's where some additional speculation about asking for a release came out. Let's also look at the facts here. Malachi Black is married to Zelina Vega, yep. who's also in WWE. Buddy Murphy is dating Rhea Ripley, who is also in WWE. Yep. <coughs> Travel issues will always be a number one thing, especially with marriages. On on one one side is on with with one company, and the other one is another another company. It's always going to be an issue, and. Good for Malachi and good for Buddy Murphy to them to have uh, time off so they can spend time with their loved ones. I, I and, and honestly, it's better to have them the time off than to see like something in the news saying that, oh, Malachi Black arrested for domestic violence. That's oh, something a- we don't want to see. No, a- absolutely Definitely not. And, and you know what, though? You talk about different companies on shows like Malachi and Zelina, but you know what? Even within WWE... Uh, Lewis at Twitter oh, Lewis at uh, Twitter had something up there for you, so we'll, hopefully we can pull it back up. Even between stars that are on SmackDown and Raw, yeah. within WWE, have that same issue where it seems like WWE may be trying to fix it a little bit where they're trying to keep couples on one show or the other. Right? I mean, it yeah, seems, it seems like be they've been doing that since the draft. Like, yeah. They always have Maurice and Miz on the same show, Naomi and Jimmy Uso. Like, they usually keep the couple, like, the married couples together. If you just started dating, they're probably like, uh, see if you survive this, you're going to Raw, you're going to SmackDown. <laughs> exactly. This is a test for you. It's an initiation. So it was just food for thought on that. Um, what I'd like to do now is we're going to step aside for our first break of the second hour. When we come back, talk more indie news, UWW, Impact, and, of course, another chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to Unicon November 4, 5, and 6. You're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. That's Matt. That's Shark. I'm Aaron. Chief is in uh, assignment in New York. We miss him. Hopefully, he'll, he should be back next week. And all of you will be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey. 
from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much, congratulations, and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because they do. Go Live Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate, commercial or event, and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas. Welcome back. Thoughts count anywhere. Hour number two. All right. You have that second trivia question there, uh, Mr. Producer. If you can pop it up on the screen. Here's a, here is our question. 702-329-6947. The question coming up on the screen for me to read it is... <laughs> dun, dun, dun. What kind of match did Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair have at Halloween Havoc 94? What kind of match did Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair have at Halloween Havoc 94? First caller with the correct answer will win a family four-pack to Unicon. I'd be screwed. I have no idea. <laughs> That's why I asked the, the historian for, for these questions. 702-329-6947. Press the number one. Again, what kind of match did Hogan and Flair have at Halloween Havoc 94? Okay. Uh, breaking news came out yesterday, which we will share. Uh, there was a date change, Mr. Matt, I believe, to UWW3. UWW will now take place December 9th, which is Friday instead of Saturday, December 10th, at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. There you go. So House of Blues. House of Blues. Should be pretty cool. That is wild. Usually you go to independent shows, you got to go through the ghetto somewhere, <laughs> park in a parking lot where you're like, eh, I might get robbed. Let me run in this place. And UWW is like, we're just going to the strip. Exactly. What are you in for? Oh, I'm, I'm here on the strip to go watch wrestling. Yay. It's kind of so, cool. We got to go to the House of Blues to go work an event. I know. Right? I'm down. Exactly. It's like a bucket list thing, right? Cross it off that, that uh, we can say that we've done that. Uh, what kind of match did Hulk Hogan and Flair have at, Res at Ho WrestleMania Havoc? Yeah, Halloween <laughs> Havoc 94 uh, to win a family four-pack at Unicon. 702-329-6947. Um, now I get it. They sent it a little too late. Okay. Anyway, um, interesting. Should be fun. Tessa Blanchard's going to be there. 
Lady Top is going to be there. They have a great card. And including, this is a history of first. Not only is it a first uh, for a wrestling event at a House of Blues venue, but champions will be crowned yeah. for, for the first time. So the three championship badges, we have the titles, we have the uh, Vegas belt, and uh, the Nevada belt. So, I mean, first here, again, another first for UWW. I can't wait. It's going to be a great show. The first two were freaking awesome. Now they got like a really good lineup. We're going to see first-time champions crowned at the show. It's going to be. Are you going to make plans to be there, Shark? It's on my day off, so yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I didn't mean to twist your arm or put you on the spot. There. Jenny did say tickets are going to go on sale in the beginning of October, and uh, today's October 1st, so sometime dun, very soon. Done. If the DX invasion were to happen today in wrestling, or if the DA DX invasion were to happen in today's wrestling, would AEW open the garage door? It'd be stupid not to. <laughs> yes. That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question to ask. Tony Khan would be like, bring him in. So here, here's the keys. <laughs> Just in case it's locked. Uh, there it is. You want to come to the place? Come on in. Yeah, you even exactly. said like, clean up, clean up when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> so they asked Triple H about that, and they're like, what would you do if they would open the door? He's like, I don't know. Right. And then they said, like, the, when the door was shut, Nash and Hall were on the other side trying to open it, but they wouldn't let them open the door. Oh, they were on the inside? Yeah. Oh, that, oh that's right. I remember. I remember hearing about that. That's right. Wow. And, tri well. and Triple H said if they had opened the door, we were like, all right, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would think, obviously, a scrum would break out the, as the easy solution to that, but uh, interesting. Interesting, because they're celebrating... Uh, this Monday, right? They're going to be on the show to celebrate DX or something, on the 20th anniversary of DX or something that's coming up this week? The 25th anniversary of something. DX, I think it was. Yeah, because uh, uh, 1998 is going to be 25 years from yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Speaking of anniversaries, which we're going to try to nail down, <laughs> what was our actual date for, for this show? We talk, oh, I thought it was, it was August. October. You came up with October. But it's, it's like the first, I think it was like the second week maybe of October. So we're, we will be on the air three years That's awesome. with this show, starting off with a different, a different panel <laughs> at uh, PowerPlay Sports Collectibles and then uh, coming over here. And uh, the show has just taken off, and, and we appreciate everybody following. We have almost 160 episodes of this show, some capacity awesome. of TCA. That's amazing. And that's why we are number the one on Roku. Um, acknowledge us. Acknowledge, <laughs> acknowledge us. Number one on no. Roku. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we'll 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 do so. We'll have to do something on that on that day. Oh so. yeah, for sure. All right. Um, so Brian Myers issues an open challenge for the Digital Media Championship at Bound for Glory. Who do you think a possible challenger could be? It's got to be some debuting person. Okay. I was trying to think of who doesn't have a contract who might be on that level possibly do it but anybody who doesn't have a contract now i just want them to go back to wwe before the whole triple h thing i was like nobody wants to go back to wwe and deal with this stuff now right. i'm like please go back home please <laughs> please please especially you bray wyatt should he come going back could to you bray imagine the mind fuck if it was bray wyatt oh. that comes out at bound for glory God. And takes a digital media chance. I would lose my <laughs> mind. You talk about WWE fans rioting. Holy crap. Talk about the. F that would oh be nuts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what if he. Do you th let, me, let me throw this out there. If Wyatt does return, his brother, 
Would you think he should come back with him? I want to see him back. I, I do too. I want him to believe. <laughs> Especially with like all the plans he was telling me about they had for like WrestleMania and stuff. Yeah. I was like, why didn't they do this? How did we end up with like the short end of this stick? Yeah. We had the opportunity to interview Bo and a couple other individuals on our 100th episode. Was it last year? Yeah. Right. Uh, over at, uh, where was that? At uh, the card show. Why am I blanking on the hotel casino across from the Sunset. Gallery? Sunset Station. Thank you very much. Jeez. Somebody's got to fill in to not remember shit since Chief's not here. Trivia question. Family four pack to Unicon. Come on, folks. What kind of match did Hulk and Ric Flair have at Halloween Havoc 94? I'm trying not to want to use hints for this one. <laughs> but Call we'll, us. Yeah, because the Chief said so. Anyway, all right. Let's go on to the next thing. Uh, CAC was in town this week in Vegas, was at the plaza. Um, unfortunately, due to work commitments for me, I got, I'll tell you that I was unable to attend. Uh, and I know you guys didn't attend. I'm sure. I believe April Hom, I think, was in town. Um, and some other folks. No, Jenny was there. Yeah, Jen, uh, Jenny Santana was there. So I, I wish we knew somebody that would, could give us an update. But another edition of CAC, and they had a show downtown, right? Yeah, they had a show at uh, the Nerd. Was it Tuesday night, Monday I night? Think, I, think it was, I think it was Monday. But it started at like 11 o'clock. Everyone's like, are you coming? Are you coming? And I was like, I have to be at work at 8 in the morning. So sorry. Jeez. We'll have to miss this one. Yep. But I heard it was a really good show. I was talking to Willie Mack the day after. He said it wasn't that long of a show. Right. But 11 o'clock at night is... Especially on a technical... A couple week. hours too long already. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I know a lot of people talking with some of the folks that I've met at CAC over the years myself. They were disappointed that there wasn't the traditional wrestling show uh, display, so to speak. Yeah. At Cauliflower Alley Club, who's down at the plaza this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I hope it comes back that way next year. I mean, I miss doing commentary. I was on commentary the last couple of years. I was looking forward to it. But they did something different this year. And uh, I know Medusa, she was one of the hosts of the, the big dinner. Yeah. Uh, but she's also reading some of the articles. She's getting more involved behind the scenes with... Uh, no, you cannot win, Tommy. You won last week. Did you not hear the disclaimer, sir? Um, that she's getting behind the scenes more with CAC to help them promote. So I don't That's know good. if it means anything on, on a positive note or not. But uh, nonetheless, uh, CAC was in. And uh, boy, at a corner of my eye, last night's SmackDown, the, the Brutes and um, Imperial Man, they, they just beat the living daylights out of Sheamus uh, in this. Three-on-one. They, they're just, I mean, I'm amazed at what I'm watching right now, seeing what happened on SmackDown last night uh, with Sheamus and uh, Gunther. By the way, did you see another name change to Gunther's happening? Did you see that? Is he going back? No, he's not going back. They just gave him all capital letters. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. Gunther. Yeah, they just, put, they just changed it all the capital letters. So, um, all right. You, you get what you live for. So. I, I guess. Jeez. They, I, I'm just, I mean, they waylaid it. Uh, Gunther just used uh, the shillelagh and just cracked it over Seamus' head. And I've never seen Seamus... Now, granted, it was a three-on-one uh, assault. I don't know where the other brutes were um, to come out and help, but jeez Louise. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> yeah, earlier you missed like three chops. Seamus oh, no, I, ca I caught <laughs> after they rip his shirt. Look at his chest. Yeah. That, that's the one thing when, you're, when you have pale skin, like, like him, Daniel Bryan, always. When you see those chops... And the chest looks like chopped Ooh. meat. Oh. Holy cow. My God. My gosh. It's, it's just nuts. All right. 
Um, what do we got? Last topic with Impact and Indy. Uh, Mia Yim contract will be up with Impact two days after Bound for Glory. Where do you see her going next? The most obvious answer is AEW because one, because Keith Lee is there. But and we were just talking about that. But Couples. I want to see her back in WWE because she did not get a a fair share. No, not at all. Not yeah. at all. Especially when she was part of the uh, masked faction. Honestly, Mia Yim and WWE not reckoning. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's where she kind of, you know, she was, she left the group and then she went home and then, uh, you know, then she got sick, right? She yeah. had COVID for a while and so did they Keith both, Lee. They both did, actually. Right. They both did and uh, they were out for a while and a lot of speculation, the release with Keith Lee, the whole thing. And uh, a lot, um, a lot went on during that time. Um, out of the corner of my eye, we have SmackDown on. Corey Graves now is hosting with Michael Cole because Pat McAfee is now on ESPN College Game Day. Um, so I saw a quick blog post this morning about how this individual misses Pat McAfee on the mic. Now, we watch it on replay here. I usually just watch the highlights, and I really don't hear the, the play-by-play. But uh, do you guys think that Pat McAfee... That something's missing from SmackDown without McAfee. Or you, now, Corey Graves, everybody has a little mixed reaction. But do you think they're, they're hurting a little bit with McAfee not on the mic at ringside? Yeah, they are. They're missing, they're missing Pat a lot, and it, and, it, and it shows. No offense to Cody Graves. No offense. But we, we, we just – Pat makes a difference on that show. Yeah, his energy. His energy, his – the way that when Shinsuke Nakamura comes out and he's dancing on the table, yep. the the his like excitement when he's calling when they're calling the match, yep. it's it's a difference. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a big difference, and I I do hope that when college football does finish, I do hope that he goes back to SmackDown. That's that's all. That's what I hope for. We'll just see what happens. I mean, why wouldn't he go back? I mean, yeah. unless, you know, unless there's a major commitment with his show now and all that stuff, why wouldn't he go back? I think he'll go back, but he is sorely missed. Like, his energy just brings, like, a whole different thing to the show. And right. Corey Graves is good. Like, he's a good heel. Corey Graves is good for what he is, right. but he's not freaking Pat McAfee. And, and I think Michael Cole enjoyed actually having Pat McAfee on the mic with him. I, I think he was a little. I think Michael Cole was a little, I don't say comfortable, but he appeared a little more looser yeah. with, with McAfee than when you see him with Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. True. Of course, not having somebody in your ear telling you what to say also makes things easy too, right? <laughs> when, when you're on commentary uh, before. All right, we still don't have a winner yet for the second four-pack. What kind of match did uh, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair have at Halloween Havoc 94? <laughs> Call us. Tommy, Tommy Gunn says, um, I thought Corey Graves was cleared up to wrestle again. Will he ever? Do you think Graves will get back in the ring at some point? I mean, I don't really care if he does because I never saw him in NXT. So I don't know what he would bring to the main roster as a wrestler. Not that they don't have enough talent already. Maybe. <laughs> if he does come back, then, we, then uh, it should be him versus Pat McAfee. <laughs> Uh, well, and there was—I think there was a tease at some point. There was. There that, was. That might be something. And then, of course, you know, it was Baron and, and McAfee and I, it away. I—I don't want to—I don't want to look ahead of it, but I do think we might see a 
Pat McAfee versus Corey Graves uh, match coming in, maybe possibly at Royal Rumble time. William, love you, brother, but we don't take answers to our trivia question in the chat room. We have to get callers in, so I'm going to have to come up with another trivia question um, because William, our good friend at TRC, who we love like nobody's business. By the way, it looks like I hope you're feeling better. And Ben Bowman and company down there on uh, uh, Top Rope Collectibles always is, follows us. We're on, on their shows uh, as well. But he put the answer in the chat room. William, you've been watching our show long enough that you know we don't take answers that way. And uh, unfortunately, we'll have to throw this question out because he is correct. It was a cage match uh, at Halloween Havoc between those two. So can we get a little wah, wah, wah? Now that I just did it, I don't know if it'll make the same purpose. <laughs> there you go. All right, thank you very much. We have, to, we have to ask for cues for this stuff. It takes a little away. All right, so we'll have to come up with another question. So you know what that means. Um, Ronald says, take my money for Pat versus Corey Graves. So Jason, Jason says, Corey is an ass. So. <laughs> no, I agree with Jason. But I will say this. He does get to go home to Carmella, for those who like Carmella. I'm going to say, if like Corey Grace comes back, I think he's going to do something with Carmella and like some kind of storyline. You think so? Yeah. All right. That'll be interesting. That means we'll need another commentator to replace Corey Graves. I mean, why does Raw have to be a three-person booth? I mean, I know they have Byron Saxon, right? He's a, they have three, and SmackDown does a two-man booth. Why do they have to have three on one and two on the other? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. All right. Uh, we're going to take an unscheduled commercial break right now so we can retool and come up with another... <laughs> Trivia question, so we can give away that second family four-pack. Um, no, that's, a, <laughs> that's okay. William, you're good, brother. No, no worries. You're, you're good. Um, we have a family four-pack uh, coming up for Unicon. When we come back on the other side of the break, you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long running Vegas Unwrapped radio show and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. Man, it's your boy, Sephiroth, too. I'm here with my man, Big Chief. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count Anyway. This is the essential character, EC3, on behalf of my dear friends at Thoughts Count Anyway. The podcast for your mind, where you need deep thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hello, this is Martin Casals, a.k.a. Marty the Mob, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Enjoy! <laughs> this is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesse, former finesse division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching it. This is my new tag team partner, Steve-O, a.k.a. Zeus, from the hit movie Friday, and from No Holds Bar. Hi, I'm Sean Kavari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the demolition. 
And we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning. Thoughts count. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just wonder, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. Live Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate, commercial or event, and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas. All right, welcome back. Thoughts count anywhere. Welcome to everybody. If you're on the mobile app, we appreciate you checking in with us. 702-329-6947. Press the number one. It's coming to the studio. Of course, if you're watching anywhere, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, where else are we on live? Everywhere. Are we still on Google? You saw us on Google platform? Uh, we are on Google Podcast. Google Pod, Google Podcast. Now, of course, if you missed the show, shame on you. <laughs> but you can go back to the video tab on Facebook. You can go to YouTube. But Roku, number one on the Go Live Vegas channel. So keep it coming. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for, for tuning in. All right, here's the new trivia question to give away the family four-pack. And do not... Yeah. Text it. No texting. On the chat. Yeah, no texting. If I, see anybody no that's, if I see anybody that's texting the answer, I know you. And I will find you. <laughs> and I will block you. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> a, any Twitter trolls out there on the Twitter handle? Anything no. going on? Anything worth uh, commenting on? While they're checking that, why don't you ask the question since it was yours? Do you remember it? Yes, I okay. do. I remember it. I'm just making sure. <laughs> All right, the next trivia question for a chance to win a family four-pack at Unicon. In what year did Batista win his first title? Ask it again. In what year did Dave Batista win his first title? Movie star. World title or tag title? Because those are two different years. Singles title. Oh. There you go. Okay, first caller to get it right, 702-329-6947. If you're outside the United States and you know people in Vegas, I can use a family four-pack, 1-855-502-4321. Also, press number one and, and answer the question to come into the studio. Okay, um, you know, I'll tell you what, Ronald today is, between, Ronald's asking questions today that are really thought-provoking because he put another one in there during the uh, commercial break. Should WWE have mixed tag titles? And if so, who? I mean, didn't they have the mixed tag team challenge? No, but for a regular title, though. They had the challenge, but that wasn't like a mainstream tag category. Title like Triple A, yeah. like the Sammy Guevara and Tay, Tay Conti. Mello or the... Or, yeah, whatever her name is nowadays. Right. I mean, a legitimate intergender 
tag team division, and for that matter, who would you put in it? Who would you, who would you wanna give the opportunity to be in some limelight in that as a champion? The most obvious answer is Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Okay, but that's to me that would be moving them down in stature. That's true. That's what I'm thinking. That if anything, you'd want to do that to bring people up into a better mid card position, maybe. Team Little Big. <laughs> Alexa Bliss and Braun. Braun but that, but wouldn't that be the same thing though? I mean, uh, I mean, Alexa, yeah. Alexa's not doing anything right now, other than the fact that they're talking about a personality. They're talking about tweets to her character again. Yeah. Yada yada yada. And Braun, he's just doing nothing but taking on tag teams two-on-one. Uh, um, but maybe, maybe for them, that, that might work. Plus, it would give more airtime for some of these people that we always laugh about are sitting in catering true. with no storyline. Very true. Very right? True. But who, do you, who else do you think? Could, could there be an NXT uh, performers who can come up and... First of all, I guess the first question is, should this be a legitimate category or division in WWE? Honestly, no. Okay. Uh, due respect, but there's too many tag, there's too many titles in the WWE and, and wrestling in general. I, I, I just got a direct message from an individual that uh, has been in the chat room busy. Uh, to that individual, unfortunately, no, because you've been affiliated with the show, and so anybody affiliated with the production, therefore, of a TCA... Is disqualified, especially if you've won something. But on top of that, anybody who was affiliated or is affiliated to some degree, sorry, not qualified. You, you especially qualify. if you know you work in the damn event and you're not using our <laughs> tickets. <laughs> in what year did Batista win his first singles title, which we wanted to clarify during the break? Bailey's in there now against, uh, who is she wrestling in there? I forgot her. I think it's oh, Shotzi. Shotzi. She just pulled a ladder out and she looked over Michael Cole because they had a, they had a great back and forth during the pandemic era when she was champion. Uh, the two of them uh, doing their thing back and forth, which was, which, was, which was fun. I think it added a little twist to the pandemic era, which is why Bailey, very underrated as to what she did. She doesn't get the same um, praise that I think she should as... Um, as Drew got, carrying the men's True. division yes. during the pandemic. Yes. Right? I mean, she really did it for the women's division uh, in terms of the pandemic time of year, holding the women's division. And now comes Belair to save Shotzi from getting laddered. What would you, that would almost be like a mini concerto if you get stuck in light. What would you call that if you're in the ladder like that? Ladder sandwich. Ladder sandwich. Now Bailey's back in taking out the champ, and I'm sure we'll see the rest of the folks coming in. Uh, Jennifer, yes, the chief will be back next week. He is uh, back east right now helping a friend uh, with some uh, family matters. He's on the road doing his chiefy thing, which is why chief is who he is. And God bless him for wanting to support some, some friends out there. Um, we do want to mention one other thing. And, and Mr. Producer, you can bring this last visual up. Uh, this past week, a longtime ring announcer uh, in the industry, uh, most notably now was the ring announcer for WOW, Women of Wrestling, their, that new promotion, uh, was killed in a car accident this past week. Yes. Um, I've never, I hate to say this, I've never seen the man behind a mic. I'm not familiar with him as some people are. Did you know his work? I know some of it. I only know some of it. And I only know that he was a part of WOW. Right. And like some other, uh, some other indie promotions. He, he is... Dan Masters 
very, very underrated. Mm -hmm. Very underrated. And uh, it's very unfortunate to hear the news about him uh, tragically, tragically passing away yeah. in a car accident. Yeah, definitely. He was like an up-and-coming guy getting his... If he was on WoW, he was finally getting on TV, hopefully getting some exposure, get him into bigger, better places, but... It's a shame. Yeah, over. It, absolutely. You know, it's another one. We were talking about this the other day. Uh, actually, I was talking with, uh, with some folks, and it, again, it's just one of those things. You just don't know when your number's up, when it's going to be up, and how it's going to be up. He's, he was a relatively young, young guy. Yes. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I think in late 30s, middle to late 30s or something. Mid to um, late 30s, yeah. So, and with a world of, of uh, experience as a ring announcer. Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's just crazy that, uh, and on top of that, and, and I'm going to be behind on this, because uh, I didn't think about it before now, if Mr. Producer can find a picture. We lost a, um, a rapper this past week from Coolio. Coolio. Another one who's 50-something, 56. 59. 59. 59. Um, I, I, listen, I, I joked about it the other day with some folks that I didn't you know, know his music. Rap was never my genre, but um, you know his music. Everybody, Everybody knows, knows Gangster his. Paradise. Exactly. Everybody. Exactly. Um, so hopefully we can get a graphic up momentarily. But, uh, yeah, this has been a week of, of tragedy, yes. both by yeah. Mother Nature and, uh, it, well, all by Mother Nature on many different different levels. All right. Uh, we still have the uh, tickets up for grab. What year did Batista win his first title? Um, do we have to give a, do we have to do, like, some clues? Because I want to give this, ex this other family four-pack away. What do you think? What, what can we relate to? The answer, as a as a hint, <coughs> as a hint. I mean, do you want to give a range of years? <laughs> All I know is that if you don't have any ruthless aggression, then you should answer the question. There you go. Did that start that year? Did no, that year? no, no. But it was in. It was, it was at the height of it. Yeah, the, height, yeah. the very height. All right, so that gives you a time frame. We have about 14 minutes, 15 minutes left to give away this family four-pack. Otherwise, we'll have no choice but to carry it over to next week or maybe Aaron's hour. But Aaron's hour at 12 o'clock, uh, if I give it away, we will have questions unrelated to wrestling <laughs> uh, to try to give it away. But that's okay. We want to give it away now, and I still want to give away tickets on Aaron's hour. So plenty of tickets, plenty of opportunities. Okay, so we have a hint there. You know what time it is. You know what time it is as soon as I find the list. Chief did his due diligence. God bless him. Gave me two weeks of birthdays before he left. Last week, we had last week's list. And with that, he was great in putting together this week's list of birthdays. So if you are celebrating a birthday today, October 1st, the last quarter of the year already, gentlemen. Crazy. To the next yeah. week of the 7th of October, which is next Friday. I'm stalling. Am I stalling? Long? There we go. I knew if I stretched it out long enough, <laughs> eventually I'd give him enough time up there. Happy birthday. So to happy you. birthday to all of you celebrating a birthday between today and next Friday. And you are celebrating with the following individuals. October 1st, today, Hector Guerrero, Curtis Axel, Robbie E. Rico. There's a name out of the past when you say you just you know, like just the, the hair and right he had the, the long sideburns. We got oh, we got a caller. Oh, the phone is ringing. Hold on, birthdays. We're going to suspend birthdays. Caller, thank you for calling. Where are you calling from and your name, please? Uh, Dean Madison, Las Vegas, Nevada. Dean, thank you for calling in, sir. Thank you so much. All right, read the question, Shark. All right, Dean. 
In what year did Dave Batista win his first singles title? And the answer is... Oh, you want to know the year? I was yeah. going to say WrestleMania 2021. Was, okay. that, was that in the same year? That, okay. Uh, okay, okay, so that, that's in the same year. That's in the same year. Um, I, you know what, you know what, Dean? I'll, I'll make this an exception for you because you know what? Wait a minute. You'll make an exception? I can make an exception. You're a guest host. It's our show. And Chiefs when he's here. Go ahead. No, no, guy, I'm just busting you. <laughs> guy, what's your exception? I can make an exception for you, Dean, because you, you got the you, – you went, you went beyond. You went beyond it because you went by WrestleMania 21, all right? I'll give you credit yeah. for that. So should we give him a set? Is sure. That what you're yeah, why not? All right. Shark says you get the tickets. The year for that though is two thousand five. <laughs> yeah, okay. for that for that WrestleMania. I, I was I was thinking like two thousand four, two thousand three, but I was like I couldn't exactly remember the year. So then it's a good thing you said WrestleMania because that's you gave the other year yeah. you would have lost. <laughs> I knew it was WrestleMania twenty one. I couldn't remember the year. Good for you. That's all right. Like like uh, Shark said, uh, you gave the actual event, which is a step beyond. So here's what I need you to do, Dean. I don't know if you and I are connected on Facebook. But I'm out there. If you could just send me a private message with your email address, and then okay. I, can, I can hook you up that way, all right? Gotcha. All right, my friend. Thank you for calling in and getting the tickets. We appreciate you following us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, brother. All right. There you go. All right. I'm going to let you make that exception because I like you. <laughs> I like you, too. All right. Let's get back to birthdays. Uh, let's see. I said Rico Sakamoto, October 2nd. The great Yokozuna, El Dandy. Oh, he's not here to help me with this one. Pirothito? No idea. Okay. Scott Beza. P-I-E-R-R-O-T-H-I-T-O. I have no idea. Good old what's-its-face. Right. If Chief were here, he'd be yelling at me. All right. October 3rd on Monday, Danny Bashian, John Morrison, T.K. Orion, Rob Arm Bob Armstrong, and Max Payne. How many times does Morrison get to celebrate? Does he get to celebrate with every name he's ever had? <laughs> like 20 different birthdays? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Johnny Survivor's birthday, then Johnny, Johnny Drip, right? <laughs> Johnny Drip. Johnny Drip. Mundo. <laughs> October 4th. Oh, here's one of my favorites growing up. Chief J. Strongbow. Oh, yes. Loved yes. him. <clears throat> Abyss. Bobby Fulton. Linda McMahon. Nice. Not living with Vince appar anymore, apparently. Gene Anderson. Mike Adamley. What is he doing nowadays? I have no idea. He's great on NBC Sports, but when he got involved with wrestling, it just seemed like his career just went off the edge. Fell off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, October 1st, ter 5th, blah, blah, blah. Terry Runnels on October 1st, Chiefs, and Zima Ion, October 6th. Here, listen. This list is a great list. We should really frame this list because the names are on this list, okay? October 6th, Bruno San Martino. Wow. Huh? Demolition Smash. Yes. Uh, Manu and Dixie Carter. I mean, there's some iconic names on this week's list. I don't care where you want to put Dixie Carter, but with her run in TNA and everything and whatnot, she still had a place in wrestling. I said legendary names and Dixie Carter in the same sentence. Well, I didn't say right. legendary in front of hers, though. <laughs> <laughs> and October 7th, uh, gentlemen, we met last year in person, Rhino. Caitlin, Aiden English, and Luther Ward. So all of you celebrating a birthday. Um, thank you, Dean. I got gotcha. you. Yes. Um, happy birthday to all of you out there celebrating a birthday and to all of those in the wrestling community. 
celebrating a birthday. Without you guys, we would be lost in our own fandom. Speaking of fandom, Unicon, where fandom <laughs> comes together. What, what a plug, huh? I don't like that little that Fandoms nice. unite. Nice segue. <laughs> Listen, do not try this at home, Desert Shark, okay? You <laughs> fandoms unite October 4th through the 6th, so we've given away some tickets, so tune in to Aaron's Hour at the top of the hour from 12 to 1, where I will give away at least one more family four-pack for it's today. next month already. It is next month. Wow. Yeah, wow. five weeks. Uh, not even. Wow. we got a lot of shit to do <laughs> to prep for it. Isn't that right, Mr. Go Live Vegas? You can see the excitement in his head, Bob. Mm, <laughs> the excitement. Wake me up sure after do. the show is what he's thinking. He needs another cup of coffee. Or a donut. Or, well, he has, you know what? There's no jelly in there, though. I had to go to Damn. Albertsons today because, like, like we talked about, I don't have a Krispy Kreme near me. So, All right, let's go to pop culture. Jimmy Johnson, I didn't see this. He retires from NASCAR. I thought he retired a couple, a couple years ago. I, 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 I don't know follow that. it. What did you see that, that uh, brought it to light, sir? I just saw like a news thing that he was retiring, and he was like the John Cena of freaking NASCAR. Yeah. He seemed to win the thing like every <laughs> freaking year. Exactly. Exactly. Well, listen, he's got. I think he's got other interests outside res, uh, uh, racing, like everybody has outside interests. So, um, congratulations. I would love to know what his what his record was. I don't know if we can find out his his record while we're talking about this. Um, we talked about Coolio. Yeah, Coolio passed away, uh, as you said, at, at age fifty nine, and. Uh, Listen, you know, it, it's just, it's just, I hate to say it, things happen in threes, right? Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, this past week, between Mother Nature doing its thing down in Florida, uh, Coolio, Dan Masters, uh, Anoki, there's your three right there. There's your three yeah. set right there, right? Um, so hopefully that's it. We need a breather from all of this loss and all of this destruction. Coolio. This is John Cena. I just, I just, I just wanted to send you a. Uh, opening opening uh, theme of mm -hmm. uh, uh, old uh, like an old. Uh, I'm a '90s kid, so yeah. I loved watching Keenan and Kel on Nickelodeon, and I love that opening theme from, with Coolio in it. Ronald says Jimmy Johnson was part time, so I guess he's now retired full time. He's a seven time NASCAR Cup Series champion. There you go, lucky number seven. Good is, for him. Is he a 16 time world champion <laughs> like John Cena and Ric Flair? <laughs> I still love no. the I still love the discussion that was had. You know, you know, Cena's won his 16 titles, obviously in WWE, and that's the record that they always talk about. And we know, you know, Flair with his 16 titles, but it's always the total of titles that he's won from all the different promotions. Oh yeah, and uh, that that debate I think we could actually have probably for days on the air oh, yeah. if we wanted to. That can take up a whole show. Yeah, exactly. Maybe when you see Flair next week, get his opinion on it. Seriously, I mean, it would be interesting. It says to know. on his podcast, he's actually a 21-time champion. Where did the, the other 16? Where did the other five come from? Who are the other? Five? I don't know. He listed them off, but he listed them off like super fast. And I okay. Was like, hmm. Interesting. Well, I wonder if we look them up on Wikipedia if it shows all of those, all of those lists, all of those titles. Um, we'll check it out. Let's see. Jo uh, Ronald Young says Johnson had a total of 83 wins overall, but the seven NAS NASCAR oh, wow. series. But the NASCAR series, that's kind of like the World Series racing every year. I yeah, think it's like their right? championship over the whole like, season. Yeah, so seven of those, 83 total wins, and he's able to walk away from that sport. You know, I mean, when you look at the accidents, you think of Dale Earnhardt Sr., you know, lives that are lost, people that are injured. I'm sure Jimmy has been in some, uh, you know, wrecks along the way over his career. But to be able to walk away on your own accord, which I think most, most athlete, athletes all want to do. Yeah. You know, uh, want to walk away on their, on their terms. Uh, Ryan Reynolds announces Deadpool 3 with Hugh Jackman returning as Wolverine. I can't wait. 
That should be a good movie. Oh my god! I love Deadpool. I mean, Ryan. Listen, Ryan Reynolds has just such a a, a style of humor that comes through comes through in all of his roles that you can't not love his projects. Yeah. You know, especially the Deadpool series. I mean, one and two, um, and the panning to the camera, I think was was so cool. Where he would make those comments and just look straight in the camera. Now you see a lot of shows and and uh, movies. I mean. Uh, She-Hulk. I don't know if you watch She-Hulk at all, but she does that in in that show. Yeah. That that quick pan to the you know talk to the audience. I I don't. People. There are many people out there who don't like that. I like it. I think it kind of breaks down the forbidden wall. Yeah. When the actor in a movie or show turns and can talk direct to the audience. True. I like it, but who knows? Did you find the info? So did I stall long enough yeah, for I'm you? Yeah. I'm just doing my math. Oh, he's doing his math. Can you count with your toes? Do you need your shoes off? No, I can. Yeah, so he's going to be off by one. <laughs> so. After doing my math, <laughs> if I'm counting the, keep us the WWF one. World Heavyweight title, okay, the NWA uh, Heavyweight Championship, okay, the WCW Intercontinental World Heavyweight Championship, if, if we're gonna count that, I, I guess he does. Uh, What's the Intercontinental World Championship? It's a, it's, it was an old WCW. Uh, was it? But it wasn't their heavyweight. Belt. It said WCW and oh WCW International World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, international. international. So he, was like, he was like the European champion. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. if we're counting the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, we got a total of twenty-one times. Okay, twenty-one times. But did he ever have a tag? Did he ever win on as a tag team at any point? He, yeah, with yeah. Batista. Oh, that's right. With Batista, when they had the rep- way more than that, way more than that. <laughs> he he's he was the end. He was a three-time NWA Mid Atlantic Tag Team Champion, three-time NWA World Champion, World Tag Team Champion. Uh, does it matter? It doesn't matter. Difference between world and I mean yeah. to have that differentiation. That's like the TV title and, and a regular title. Yeah, you know, I get that. I get that they want to do it so, so that there's more gold on. So the shows, if we're counting world titles, singles titles, 21. 21. Okay, that's why it was such a great debate on, on Busted Open when I heard them talking about it months ago. Um, and, and Bully Ray actually is, def- in defense, uh, is, is defending the 16 titles of John Cena within WWE and that that should be the record that needs to be. But not that, who's, who's closest to it? Is, it? is it Orton or Triple H? I think it's, I think it's Triple H. Right? No, wait, uh, it's, or, it's has, actually Orton with 14. Thir- I was going to say 13, but he's close. Yeah. So no, that, no, 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 it's four, I, wasn't no, it? no, I don't know. I, I said I'm thinking it was around 13, it's 14. Four, it's actually 14, and, and then th- in third place is Triple H with 13. Wow, okay. To me, listen, to me, that, that's a record that within WWE is almost like the 61 home runs that now Aaron Judge has just tied Maris with. It's a record that is hard to beat, okay? What are you smiling about? Nothing. Go ahead. No, say well, it. John Cena was 16. Triple no, 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 H no, and Randy no, no. Orton both have 14. And oh. Hogan has 12. I don't want to. Okay. I, I really don't want to start controversy here. But uh, go ahead. Barry Bonds is the is the no, true season, season. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, because, because you're a hack from San Francisco area. You're from North Car- North, Northern California. The guy used juice to hit the home runs. That sucks. Hank Aaron's the, the actual home run king. 61 is Amer- Let's let's get it right though. 61 is the American League. History uh, now at the time it was Major League Baseball too, but it is the American League single season record, to me and and that's fine it's no controversy everybody's entitled to their opinion to me, Bonds's record should have a big asterisk on it and should not have the same importance because those guys who juiced to get better performance I'm not saying to heal because you have injuries there was a time that that's cool 
But when you have that stuff in you and you don't care, I'm sorry. Look what happened to Raphael Palmero. Stood in front of the Senate committee. Not at one time did I ever do steroids. And guess what? A week later, he I came did out steroids. My bad. Right, exactly. So, but that's okay. Every listen. This is why. Listen. This is why I have an issue with Aaron Judge, because he <laughs> recognizes Bonds' number as the record to break, to break in a single season. Was it 71? 72. 72. And that's because he grew up as a Giants fan. He watched right. Bonds hit a lot of those home runs. But my my issue is. I, I don't recognize it as the true record because of the steroid error. That's all. And it's not controversial. Everybody's entitled to their opinion on it. Yours may be wrong on this show, but that's okay. Anyway, thank you for watching Thoughts <laughs> Thank you for watching Your opinion's Cat. wrong. Good day, folks. <laughs> on the number one show, Go Live Vegas on Roku, right here. Thoughts count anywhere. It's this show or nothing. Thank you for watching. Chief should be back next week. God willing, everything is safe. Mr. Matt, final thoughts. Everybody have a good week. Stay safe. Enjoy yourself. Okay. I'll give you final thoughts, but not on baseball. Thank you, Jess, <laughs> for having me here. Our pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And take us home. All right. Thank you for watching. One hour, Aaron Zauer. My guest is author Mercedes Yardley. She writes horror-based books right in time for halloween thank you for watching be kind to everybody why is that we're all we have we'll see you next time right here thoughts count anyway